0: make this for a hot beverage, a cold beverage, or run it through a machine. I think it is a very unique way to make coffee and uh, almost sort of an instant way to make instant coffee. I almost kind of feel like this is sort of a new age of instant coffee.
1: Want to learn more about that black magic elixir we call coffee? Look no further! I'm Kenneth Thomas, and this is Coffee 101, brought to you by Humble Coffee. Coffee 101 is your complete knowledge base for all things coffee. Listen to the show, and you'll be able to make phenomenal coffee at home. Know what in the world your barista is talking about at your local coffee shop when she throws all these big words at you, and troubleshoot basically any coffee dilemma that arises Any one of them. All right. Today on the show, we are going to be talking about something that's kind of unique and new. And some would argue that maybe it's not even that much different than just straight up brewed coffee and doesn't deserve a single episode. But I think it does. And we're going to be talking about frozen coffee concentrates. Katie. Uh Uh-huh. Hot take. Hot take. Frozen coffee concentrate. Yes. Do you have, do you have like a, you, you tried some. I did. A little earlier.
2: I've actually tried four different kinds.
1: <laughs> Woo! I know. That's crazy. So crazy. Stop the press. I live
2: on the wild side.
1: You do. Yeah, I do. You do. I do. What was that book, Uh, uh Where, the, the, wild wild oh, uh, the, where little, the Wild Things? Oh, Where the Wild Things Where grow? the Wild Things Bro? Wild, no. Where
2: the Wild Things Are? Where, where the, the Wild... Or d-
1: look it's it up. something I'm gonna look it up while we're talking. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, where the wild, where the, well, I think the wild, where the wild things are? Yeah, yeah, by huh, Maurice right. Sendak.
2: That's the one with the little, the little monster did. Yeah. Yeah, we read that book a lot when I was little.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 a. I think it's a it's a pretty classic, like
2: classic.
1: Know. So anyway, so you're you're one of the wild ones. Oh, thanks. Because you tried four?
2: Coffee concentrates, frozen. I'm just crazy. Concentrates
1: this morning. It's kind of hard to say really fast. Coffee concentrate. No, frozen coffee concentrate. Frozen coffee concentrate. (laughs) Say say it three times real fast.
2: Coffee concentrate. (laughs) No, listen. (laughs) You can't even get the first one. Frozen coffee concentrate. Frozen coffee concentrate. Frozen coffee concentrate.
1: Okay, that was pretty good. Now here I go. You ready? Frozen coffee concentrate. Frozen coffee concentrate.
2: I have very like pronounced like constants. That's like my S's. I yeah. annoy myself with my S's because yeah. they're so slithery.
1: Hold on. I got to try it again. Do it. Frozen coffee, concentrate. Frozen coffee, concentrate. Frozen coffee, concentrate.
2: Nope. You got too confident. Oh, shit. Think of each word individually. Try again.
1: Frozen coffee, concentrate. Frozen coffee, concentrate. Frozen coffee, concentrate. Boom. See? Boom. Boom. All right, 101ers. I want you to do it right now, like while you're driving or while you're running or whatever you're doing while you're listening. And people are going to look at you weird, but I want you to say it. Three times real fast. Well, okay, don't go. tell
2: them to do it. Why can't I tell
1: them to do it? Well, you can't
2: tell it? them to do it, but if you told me to do it.
1: I know you wouldn't do it because oh. you're stubborn.
2: Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Anyway,
1: That's part of the wild side.
2: We used to just like, just have it in the back of your mind.
1: Have it in the back of your mind, or and you can do back it. In the So, coffee, yeah, coffee concentrates. So, did you, we drank it uh-huh. uh, cold. We had Stefan, who's going to be on the interview yeah. today It again. looked
2: complicated.
1: No, no. Oh, was it wasn't. Oh. It was well, it wasn't com- it's not complicated at all. It's actually very easy. Oh, what nice. you saw as complicated was um we were doing some experiments and some uh some testing like we had the refractometer out. Ooh. Um we were doing, you know, just checking checking some stuff out to to be able to in the episode today really kind of um go geeky on our 101ers gotcha. so they could get a lot of background.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. But at the end of
1: the day, would you say that they tasted good? Did you have any I much liked better?
2: It. I liked them. I didn't really like any better or worse than the other one. Um, well, I thought they were good.
1: And one interesting thing, like we had four different ones on the table um as far as different roasters um and one of them was a little fruitier than mm-hmm. the others yeah. and then the other three to me really kind of tasted the same which yeah. i thought was kind of interesting yes so part of that's i mean a lot of that's probably the roast level uh-huh. um and then part of it's the bean itself yes
2: we love the beans
1: we do now at one point a second ago you said that you were going to ask me a question on uh, i feel like
2: we should save that for the next one
1: for the next episode we it's do. a
2: whole talking point yeah
1: Okay. Well, then we won't talk about whatever it is that she's going to surprise me with, and we'll do it on another episode. So let's jump to it. This is my interview with my very, very good friend, Stefan Tribble on frozen coffee concentrates. Frozen coffee concentrates. Frozen coffee concentrates. Uh... All right, Stefan, we're caffeined up. Oh, yes. We've had a lot of coffee today, for sure. Yeah, so we... Jumped right in and we did some experimenting at Humble HQ with some frozen coffee concentrates. Yep, and um, that's what the episode is about today. And I thought that it was, I, I think you know, I've heard both sides of the argument. I've heard like, man, this is a great invention, a different, uh, you know, funky different way to do coffee, and I've heard. The opposite, like this, is ridiculous. You know, like how many ways, you know, can you market making <laughs> coffee? Yeah, but it's still just like it's just coffee. Yeah, um, and you know, I I I tend to fall. I'd be curious where you fall, but I tend to fall on the side of saying I, I think it's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it is. I think um, as you said, everybody's kind of like, oh, how many more ways can we? sell people on making coffee, right? Why can't we just make it the way we make coffee? But I think it's kind of uh, an interesting thing. I it it, I think it actually pushes the coffee industry as well. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And so I, I like to see innovation and, you know, some things stick around, some things don't. I know we've talked about a few different methods before in the past on, on Coffee 101, uh, you know, in companies maybe that don't exist anymore that were doing something kind of cool. So uh, I think this frozen coffee concentrate kind of idea is really interesting. Uh, we've had we had some caffeine this morning for sure, uh, and it was really interesting to kind of do a little little uh, experimentation before we jump in here to record the podcast.
1: Yep, and the uh, company that we're going to be talking about is Cometeer. So if you have slowed down scrolling on Twitter or Instagram for anything related to coffee in the last two or three years, then... You know, within an hour, you probably then got a sponsored ad for
0: Cometeer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kudos to their uh, their marketing and, and branding team because they're probably buying some. They're definitely buying some ads. They're doing, they're doing a good job. Yeah. They're definitely <laughs> doing that.
1: And, um, and so what it is and, and what they do is they take coffee from roasters um that they have kind of vetted and uh they wanted to partner with uh and they like flash they they say i mean like some of it is like i'd say behind the curtain and you know as far as like they're not going to tell you exactly how they do it um but Stephen and i i think have a really good idea of probably yeah. uh, how they do it or a different a couple of different ways that They might do it, um, and that you could probably even try honestly at home. Mm -hmm. That we'll talk about in a second. But um, they take that coffee from those roasters, and they make a concentrate, and then they flash freeze with—is it nitrogen?
0: Yeah, I was looking at their website. I guess we should also say it's not really sponsored at all by that. We just found this a really interesting process, and this is
1: yeah, and this is the only correct. company that is that is doing this so it's not sponsored and even honestly you know to I guess I'd say discredit I I did try to see if we could get somebody from the company to come on and I don't know I think they're just big enough or whatever that um, I just couldn't get a real person yeah so
0: yeah I mean but I think it's like you said it's one of the only companies we could really find that did this process this way that we found really interesting or at least large company that seems to be mass producing this or putting it out there in the marketplace, there may be some small little companies. And if there are, let us know in the comments. Um, But yeah, I guess according to their FAQs on their site, they they said immediately after extraction, whatever whatever that proprietary extraction process is, obviously they don't go into the details of that, just that it's a proprietary extraction process that they use liquid nitrogen to basically flash freeze those capsules that the coffee's in in order to basically stop the clock on any of the chemical reactions and basically lock in the freshness of that fresh brewed coffee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So your, yeah, your flavors and, um, you know, maybe part of your aroma, um, stuff like that. And so if you were to order this, um, you know, it's not cheap. Um, as we're talking, I'll try to figure out, or one of us will try to figure out ballpark, you know, how much it is per, little capsule um but it um you know it would come to you with like like dry ice um you know because i mean it's it's these frozen capsules um and you can order specific ones or you can what i did is i just ordered like a like you surprise me variety (laughs) pack um and that worked well um and so, looking at a like at a bigger picture, like stepping out one-on-ones, what we're doing with having to, an episode dedicated to this is, as you know, this whole series right now is on different ways that you can brew coffee at home, and this is definitely, I think, a unique way yep. that you can do hot coffee, iced coffee.
0: Right. And to be honest, I was when we first were talking about this i was thinking just cold brew cuz i was like oh it's a coffee basically a, it's a frozen ice cube of coffee i was like oh i could you we know, will just dilute it down make iced coffee with it but then you're like no stuff and think you could also do technically like hot coffee you could technically run this through a k-cup machine you oh yeah we yeah into, we're going to talk yeah, about that yeah we'll talk that. about that as we yeah. go but i was like huh i didn't think about i was in my head i was just thinking oh we only make cold brew with it basically right. just dilute it down to make a iced cup of coffee but for those that maybe don't want iced coffee or maybe it's a little later into the fall and you know you don't not really crave an iced coffee you want something hot then technically you could also use this and their their website even goes into stuff that you could you know make this for a hot beverage a cold beverage or run it through a machine you know those type of things so um, I think it is a very unique way to make coffee and uh, almost sort of an instant way to make coffee. I know, I think last time yeah. I was on the podcast, we were discussing instant coffee. I almost kind of feel like this is sort of a new age of instant coffee.
1: Yeah. I mean, the pain is it has to be transported, frozen, and you've got to keep it in the freezer. Yeah. So that's kind of the pain. I mean, it's not like something that, you know, you're going to have just yeah. out. Yeah, and you
0: really can't, I guess you can't just, like, pack it in your suitcase and take it with you. Um. Right. I guess maybe you're like on a day trip in the car or, you know, you're on a, maybe you're out doing like a bike ride. Maybe you could pack it and then obviously it's going to slowly melt, which right. is probably a good thing because you do want to dilute it, but then you could maybe do like an iced thing with it. Obviously, you just don't want it to bust because it does just have kind of a foil top on top. But yeah, yeah, I think the, the, the one thing I see about the whole process is the pain of shipping because obviously you're shipping it in dry ice, the cost, right. you know, to ship slash pack Slash right. get it to you and the cost of the the metal and things like that, but they are making it recyclable, which is nice. It's not just plastic yeah. that you're gonna throw out.
1: Yeah, and so that's so a couple of good points that I wanted to go like kind of related to that. So one, well, let's just talk about let's talk about the recyclability, if that's a word, and the sustainability. So. One on um, you've probably listened to the episode we had, the two episodes we had, one on Nespresso and one on K cups, looking at single serve uh, options. And, and one of the good things about Nespresso is it's all aluminum, and they even go as far as to give you, you know, a bag with that's already shipping labeled. To then send it back to them, and they will recycle it mm-hmm. and um, make it into something. And they've done crazy stuff like bottle openers, all the way to bikes. Yep. Um. You know, with that recycled aluminum.
0: Yeah, and I think you, didn't you have an episode about Nespresso with uh, a good friend with of Jay. ours too with Jay? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So yeah. And so and and K cups are pretty wasteful um, as far as when you're talking about sustainability as they stand right now. But here's the interesting thing is that uh, Cometeer from the get-go has decided to do, like, all aluminum. Mm -hmm. So it is recyclable. Now, one thing where they could get a step up uh, if they wanted is they could follow in Nespresso's footsteps and say, we'll even give you... You know, a bag, and you send it back to us, and we'll do something funky, you yep. know, with it. Um, but as it stands right now, you can simply, if your recycling center has something for aluminum, which most of them do, then you know you could legitimately yep. put it there, which is good.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's interesting. Interesting concept too of of the whole of the whole thing is that not only is it different ways to brew coffee and have coffee but there are some sustainability things there with it too
1: don't turn that dial i'm kenneth thomas and this is coffee 101 all right so there aren't many coffee concentrates out there that are frozen it is like we say in the episode right now just one main specific company but we do think that it is worth checking out if you don't want to check that out, but you also just want to check out some really good coffee, of course, we would tell you to go to Umble Coffee, umblecoffee.com. You can check it out in the show notes, um, but you can also go to umblecoffee.com And there's all kinds of different coffees that um, would probably be fun to try. You know, there's a couple of light roasts with upper 90 and with the breakaway, a medium with front runner and a dark roast with base camp. And then there's a decaf. That's a medium roast. That's downshift. Um, Check them out. They're all single origin and um, I'm a little biased, but I think they taste great. All right, let's get back to the show. And, and here's the thing that I didn't even realize until honestly today is if you look at the actual shape of the capsule, it will fit into a K-cup brewer. Mm-hmm. How cool is that?
0: Yeah, I didn't even it didn't even register my mind until you mentioned it to me, and then again I looked on their website yeah. as we were kind of doing the experimentations with with it this morning. Uh, and yeah, it you know it basically said let it sit out and then shake it and then stick it in your in your K-cup. Uh, Brewer and it'll fit right in there, and you can basically brew probably the best K cup you'll ever, ever get. From yeah, a K cup because yeah. in general, K cups are terrible. Yeah, a exactly. for the environment because it's just a bunch of plastic, and yeah. then b just because it's a bunch of ground coffee that's been sitting there for probably like a year since you since right it was, <laughs> right showed up in your house.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, so if you if you let it thaw out, and they may even say you don't have to let it all thaw out, but I would say probably let it thaw out, um, and then just run your water through. Um, so yeah, I think that's a super interesting, mm-hmm. uh, thoughtful in there, like when they designed it, um, you know, way to do it. Um, and the way, and, and so, and the way that you and I tried it this morning is we had it kind of as cold or iced.
0: Yep. And you went as far because we're Coffee 101 geeks here yeah. that, and we're at Humble HQ where we have lots of R&D equipment. You right. started pulling out, uh, the ref, refractometers refractometers, and we we were you were pulling some really interesting metrics and uh, some geeky stuff on that which was really interesting yeah
1: so all right so one-on-oneers we're gonna like jump into the (laughs) rabbit hole here um but i think this really helped me to kind of see and kind of reverse engineer um things so when i let uh, i let four different little um cups thaw out so that it was just to concentrate and then and the the four that i had um i had one from equator one from george howell uh, one from clatch uh shout out to our friends over there at clatch and one from onyx and again shout out to our good friends at at onyx um and i took that refractometer and did like a tds reading total dissolved solid reading on that and I got anywhere from 12.37 to 13.63. Now, that said, an espresso shot, the total dissolved solids, the reading that you should probably get is somewhere between 8 and 12. Mm-hmm. For a cup of drip coffee, the reading you should get is probably somewhere between 1.25 and 1.35.
0: And I guess for the Coffee one The reason why that number is so... Different is obviously brewed coffee is is obviously a much
1: more diluted, more diluted. That's yeah, what I was looking but for but not espresso. but 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 also quick to say like not diluted, correct? Um, it's just the ratios different, and so like an espresso ratio is a coffee to water is about one to two, whereas a cup of drip is going to be about one to sixteen to one to seventeen coffee to water. So that's why you're getting the same amount. It's just the difference in the water Correct. concentration. Yep. So, makes sense. This is a concentrate. So, th- I'm thinking they're probably doing one of two things: is they're they're they may have some bigger machine than this, but they're using something like a ground control uh, brewer or um, the concept of the, the, of con- the or the concept yeah. of it um, to get a concentrate that they can pull out because uh, ground control. Um, commercial brewer is you know you can actually get a concentrate uh from that uh, which a lot of people use for like a espresso uh base um or something like that um but they also could just straight up i mean it would take a lot of pulling shots but they could just be pulling espresso shots because it's not that far off of you know what a dialed in espresso would be as far as tds yeah
0: and obviously they're their FAQs don't go into the exact details. It just says a proprietary technology, quote, a proprietary technology allows flavor and aroma compounds to be extracted in unprecedented precision. So I'm sure it's some very large commercial-based system that is is doing some kind of an, a concentrate brewing or some kind yeah. of a batch brewing of that that they're able to extract out. But how that actually works, obviously, we don't yeah. 100% know. But it is... Probably I think that similar process. Yeah, you're talking I about. think they're
1: probably just doing some big batch and and some kind of concentrate, um, and that's how they're getting that. And so, so you've got that as far as TDS. And so I thought, okay, well that's pretty close to, um, you know, what an espresso would pull. And so if I was going to make an americano, you know, I personally would do like six ounces of water um, plus. You know my espresso shots, and so and that's for a dopio for like a double shot, and so that's what we did this morning. Um, is we just did six ounces of kind of a mix of water and ice, and then just added added these concentrates to it, and um, that then gave a TDS that was around one point eight to one point nine three, which I thought made a really good. You know, a tasting cup of coffee.
0: Yeah, which is kind of where I would expect, like, if you're going to do a standard cold brew anyways, I like my cold brew a little stronger, so uh, I think in that 1.8, 1.9 range, like you said, was was where you would want it. And uh, I will say, though, from a from a taste perspective, we, I'll, I'll just say, I, I felt like they all kind of similarly tasted, even though they're from all different roasters, we yeah. definitely could pick, we could definitely pick two of them out that, were different than the others. Two of them tasted similar. I don't, I don't want to go into specifics. Of yeah, we don't buds. have to do details. Yeah, but do there details, was one but,
1: that was a little fruitier. Yeah, that was nice. Correct. I mean, they were all nice and and a million times better <laughs> yeah. than what you're going to yeah. get usually and, out of a. Cake and don't cup.
0: take don't take my comments in a negative way. Is yeah, just that it was it was it was interesting to see. I was expecting maybe more of a unique flavor between the four of them, whereas maybe one of them we felt was more fruity than the others, and one of them you know, the other ones kind of tasted very similar, but, uh, yes, at the end of the day, if I was to wake up and make that any of those, uh, as my morning cup of coffee, my morning cup of Joe, I don't think I'd complain. It was, they're all very tasty. Yeah.
1: And you know, we did six ounces. Um, I'm just looking at how, um, they suggest and they suggest six to eight ounces, Mm -hmm. which is probably about right like I think eight's probably going to get a little too diluted yeah I would um but yeah you're you're at least safe with a strong Mm -hmm. six um I just have to do the math as far as like how far you could push that TDS down
0: yeah and I will say I felt like I've been kind of doing something similar to this for years which is I keep a just like a regular old ice cube tray at the house, and when I have extra coffee left over, either from a batch brew, like if you know we're Saturday morning we have friends over something like that, we batch brew, yeah. Or if I have a little bit left in a French press or something like that, I tend to sometimes freeze those cubes for later use in a an ice drink, so I'm not actually diluting it down any further, yeah. with regular ice, which would just be water, or I've actually kind of felt like I've kind of done the similar thing of taking, like, two of those ice cubes out, throwing them in a cup, and then, you know, running some water over them to kind of dilute it down. Inadvertently, not thinking that that's what I was basically doing, which is similar to this, which I think is kind of where we're getting to as well, is you might could do something similar to this idea if you Mm -hmm. really wanted to. Now, you may not have the exact same results to the exact precision as what they're doing, but... Yeah,
1: because I do think... um you do have a benefit in the flash chill or flash freezing, correct? Um, that you might not get as much from a, a slower freeze.
0: And I don't think many people don't have uh, liquid nitrogen tanks at their house. <laughs> no, <so. laughs> no, I don't. Um,
1: but yeah, so I would say that's that's frozen coffee concentrate. And as it stands right now, at, as of this recording, um, you know, like we said, there's really only one uh, company strongly that is doing that out there. And so that's why we talked specifically about them as much as we did. Um, but they were not a sponsor. Um, and I think we, you know, talked plus or minus fairly on, you know, both sides, um, you know, of any kind of argument for it. Um, but I would say all that said, uh, you know, if, if you have um, the money and want to try it, um, go check it out. Uh comment here, we'll make sure and put a link in the show notes. And I did look it up while I was multitasking and it ends up being about two dollars uh a cup, which you're gonna pay more for that, more than that for you know, your even a twelve ounce, you know, drip coffee uh most places or an or a you know, double shot espresso. Um so that's really about it. Any final thoughts or questions?
0: No, I think I think something. that's kind of. I mean, obviously, if anybody else knows of any other companies out there that maybe do something similar, let us know in the comments. I mean, again, during our research, we couldn't find any yeah. large scale companies that are doing this exact style of process. You know, how much of it is patented by Commenteer? We're not one hundred percent sure. I'm assuming their brewing process. Obviously, but where is it there? And then maybe experiment at the house. Maybe you get something like these. Maybe you maybe there's a local place that has some of these um, little things you could buy, uh, or maybe you want to experiment at the house making some frozen coffee concentrate.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going yeah, cool. to experiment myself. I'm going to experiment with um, you know pulling a, a double shot of espresso and freezing that, and then in turn flipping it back to like say making an americano um but then also um at uh, umble hq we have a ground control brewer and we've dialed in um what tastes pretty good as far as like what we'd call like a latte base um as far as it tastes similar to our espresso shot and so i want to see if we might could freeze some of that Yep. um I'd have to, again, I'd have to dial in the concentrate as far as figuring out exactly how to recommend, like, how much to put in, how much to, to like, have in, like, we'll say a little capsule or cube or whatever. And then, you know, that'd be over six ounces or, yep. you know, whatever. Um, so,
0: anyway, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's definitely a fun, a fun experimentation time. I definitely got caffeinated for sure from, uh, Taste testing for different. Yeah. uh, Concentrates. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: I appreciate it, Stefan. Enjoyed having you all.
0: Oh, yeah. As always, Kenneth.
1: Okay. So, we learned a little bit there.
2: Indeed, we did.
1: And I think it's a very convenient way to do coffee. Um, And, you know, for the quality of the cup that you get... Yeah. I think it's pretty cheap. I mean, some people would say $2 for a cup yeah. of coffee that you make at home is expensive. Yeah. Mm. Well,
2: I mean, it's just like, but like drinking it's a energy cup. drinks in the morning.
1: Yeah. Like, they're usually and around they're $2. they're more expensive. They're yeah, usually they're, around $2 each. No, they're more expensive no. than
2: $2. No, Celsius is two Don't ask me why I know that. <laughs>
1: You're you're stating it for a friend, right? Yeah, a <laughs>
2: friend just asked me how much the other day, so I looked it up.
1: Sure. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And yeah, so I mean, I, I at first you look at it and you're like, "Ooh, that's expensive," but when when you actually taste the quality, um, then then yeah, I'd say it's it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm a believer. I'm a fan. Um, and it is, um, it's definitely. One of many, many ways, as we talk about here on Coffee 101, that you can make coffee um, at home. And it does give you a little versatility. You can do hot. Yeah. You can do cold. You can run it through your K-Cup brewer, which is super interesting. Ooh. So um, it, w- it would definitely be the best uh, K-Cup that yeah. you'd ever had from that machine. We will leave it... With Beaver. you 101ers, and we'll tell you our two things. You know what they are, Katie?
2: Leave us a review because we like to read them.
1: And tell a friend. That's number two.
2: That's number two. But
1: Woo-hoo. not that number two. Oh,
2: be quiet. <laughs> All I mean, right. Coffee does help with that if, you've, if that's an issue.
1: Love you 101ers. We'll see you next time on Coffee 101.